What's good, Desi Hip Hop fam? You are tuned in to the Unfiltered Podcast live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. I'm your host, DJ Raf, live and direct from the U.S. And, uh, you know, big shout out to you guys for listening and watching uh, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, as well as those who are listening on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, you know, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else podcasts are available. So shout out to you guys. Um, today, we have a dope plan for the show. Um, I really want to introduce these two amazing artists uh, and producers. They've been on the grind for a long time. Uh, but before that, independent artists, I want to let you know, if you are in the game and uh, releasing music, you need to go check out Tsunomi.io. Uh, Tsunomi makes it easier for independent artists to make money faster. You know, like now, like they release your music to uh, Spotify and all the, you know, DSPs and stores super fast like in two days you'll have it over there but more on that uh later today i'm excited to bring on uh two two artists uh one of whom has been uh you know a, a name uh like a big one of the biggest names and most well-known names in the punjabi music scene for more than uh more than a decade two decades uh this guy's been always on the grind man since i was a child i looked up to him and today i get to have a conversation with him uh he is gonna be and he is manj music who's gonna be joined by his son noopsta who just made his producer debut and he's one of the youngest producers in the world that i know so please join me in welcoming manj music and noopsta to the unfiltered podcast i got you live on inst on my instagram as well so i went live on my instagram so we can kind of see what's going on and they can hear you so whatever nice. you're talking, that is awesome man i am uh so happy to have you guys here man you know first and foremost let's ask you guys how have you been man how's the past uh you know few months been in quarantine and shit uh, um, I think it's been the best time yeah. of, our, of our life, to be honest. <laughs> it's been dope. This guy's been making music nonstop and uh, don't let me get in the studio. And it's just been good that we spent more time together as a family because I'm always traveling, I'm always busy. And this right. one's always saying, Dad, when are you going to ever be home? Yeah. Like, you're always traveling and whatnot. Okay. It's been good. Man, that's awesome. Really, really happy to hear that. You guys have been so busy, man. Um, Noobs, uh, you just produced your first album. Yeah. Like, how does that feel, man? Oh, it feels great because this is the most music I've ever made in ages. So it's awesome. Wow. That's amazing. So, like, uh, did this album, like, you know, begin um, four months ago or was this an idea a long time ago and it just came together now? Or, you know, how, how did that process happen for you? I think uh, I, I just kept making beats and when I kept making them more and more, dad, I, I think I made like one type of beat and dad came in the studio and he was like, oh, okay, that's a thick beat. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then he goes, I'll use this. And then he goes, you know what? How about just making an album with like other artists as well and we'll make a whole new thing. And I was like, oh, okay, sick. I'll just make the music. Then he goes, okay, that's fine. Then. And then it started from there. And even on Instagram, I was, I was always like kind of posting little videos of him just playing around with beats from a young age. Right. And I've seen slowly, I mean, without me having to really have to teach him too much, I've seen him slowly grow into his own like, you know, production music producer. And, you know, his influences are completely different to what mine was. So when I started hearing him making some crazy beats, I was like, yo, I'm taking that. Let's do this. Let's do it. No, that's awesome, man. Uh, I love it. I love seeing like, you know, father, son working uh, together on like, uh, you know, mutual passions. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Yeah. Really happy to have you guys here to talk about all this, man. Um, you know, as I mentioned to you guys before, as well as the audience knows, uh, the way this show, the Unfiltered Podcast is uh, put together is kind of like a game show. So we play games to get to know each other a little better. Uh, yeah. So without further ado, we're going to start off with our first segment, the first game, Scavenger Hunt. So Scavenger Hunt this is the part of the show where I ask you guys, the guests, to share something from your room, you know, something from your house uh, to tell us a story to, so the audience can uh, see a little bit of you. Uh, let's and see what you guys have. I have a microphone, which is a Rode NT2 mm. a mic right here. Nice. This, uh, I mean, history-wise, so this is the mic that 
I originally started with when we first started the RDB albums. Oh. Uh, it was the Road NT2, the, the original Road NT2, which is when we first started back in 2001, uh, which we used. And then it moved on to this one. So this is the actual specific mic that we used for all the old RDB albums when I moved to Toronto. Wow. Since then, I'm still using it. So it's, it's still sitting in the studio. It's all rusted and, and messed up, but it still works and it sounds thing. That's amazing. Like that, uh, that, that mic has seen a lot of stories. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of a lot of breaths. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, that's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Noopster. Do you have something to share with us? I, you know, for you, I would, no. say, I would say that. The projector? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I would probably say the projector for him. Yeah, the projector. So this this thing. Oh. This is a tiny projector. How, how big can it go? It got to 110 inches. Yeah, 110 inches. And I use this um, because... Mom and dad uses the TV all the time in the living room, and I can't play my PS4 or anything on there. So dad got me the projector, and now I use this like that's for nice everything. <laughs> wow, <laughs> man, that's nice. I, I like how tiny that thing is, man. Oh, oh yes, yeah, it's so small. <laughs> so tiny. Damn, uh, that's crazy. Love technology these days. Um, that's we're awesome. Technology kings, we absolutely go mental. <laughs> Anything to do with technology. Whether it's me or him, we're always going nuts over technology. In fact, Nindy's always complaining about, oh my God, more technology stuff. <laughs> you guys are always there trying to buy new technology things. We're just tech, tech geeks. Right. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, it's it's nice that you both share, you know, so many different passions together, man. That's crazy. I oh, love that. Sure. That's really cool. Um, for, for my thing to share with the audience is this book that I just started reading. It's called The Artist's Way. Uh, Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity by Julia Cameron. The only reason I got this is because uh, one of the main reasons, not the only reason, but one of the main reasons is like when we were hanging out uh, and doing episode, um, a previous episode with Ink Inc., um, I was talking to their team and this is one of the books um, that Nuka uh, was reading and suggested. So I was like, man, shit, oh, I, wow. I should check this out. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's me. Um, cool, man. Thank you for sharing. Shout out to all the you know fans watching. Uh, there are a lot of people on YouTube who are giving uh, some great comments and shout outs. Culture Beats on YouTube says, the album is super fire. Congrats to the whole team. Um, so yeah, they're really enjoying your album. Thank you very much. We, yeah. we got a lot of love from a lot of people. I mean, the album dropped uh, yesterday, uh, was on the ninth night. And so far we've had a lot of great response. Um, you know, you get the haters, but we saw good, man. We love the haters. Haters <laughs> keep coming, making us famous. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We're getting a lot of love and a lot of appreciation uh, for right. his music, which is what we wanted to see. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Um, you know, um, Noops uh, is one of the youngest producers uh, in the world. You know, um, how old yeah. are you, bro? Uh, just quick. You know. I am 14 years old. Oh, nice, man. Congrats. I love that. <laughs> 14 with a debut album featuring so many uh, amazing artists, man. Um, let me ask you a quick question, man. You've worked with so many artists on this album. Who, Which artist stands out? Like, uh, tell me a story from that. I say all artists stand out. Like each one of them is so good in their own way. Cause each song is obviously it's like a different genre. It's not all like all hip hop or anything. They're all different. There's some like R and B. There's some uh, trap here and there. And each artist is just really good in their own way for each song and makes it just stand out like ten times more. I think you attach more to Rush. Rush's verse on Rush. Rush. Rush is really good. Mm. Like if I had to pick my personal favorite of yeah. all of them which they're all good don't get me wrong but my personal favorite would yeah it'd be rush on nasha nice that's amazing um so when you guys were recording uh these past few months uh it was all i assume it was all digital and yeah, yeah. yeah. The COVID situation see basically what happened is Nupi was making beats after beats after beats. He was making so many different beats that I said to him that, listen, it's no point releasing one song here, one song there. Let's just put a whole album together. And he's like, Dad, look, I, I don't really know who's, you know, who's big in the Pongra industry, who's big in, in the Desi hip hop game. Like, 
I, I know of them, but like I don't have any connection with them. You do. So why don't you kind of handle that side? I'll just make some crazy beats and then you let me know. And I was like, okay, cool. So based on, you know, and he's picky. He's, he's, he was kind of picky that, you know, ah, this, I like this sound, sounds kind of better for this. Or I think Rush sounds cool with this. So um, it came together that way. I just kind of reached out to everybody and said, listen, uh, Nupi's working on an album. And, and everyone said the same thing. Sick, dope. You're okay. Your son's working on an album. Send us the beats. Let's have a listen to the beats. And if we're feeling it, then we'll jump on it for sure. And yes. you know what? some of them felt some of the beats they jumped on. Some of them was like, nah, I'm not really. It's not my thing. Maybe next time. So we was like, okay, cool. Let's work on it. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I uh, love that. Like a dope collaborative effort. Yeah. In all of this, that's amazing. Well, awesome, man. Thank you guys for sharing. Um, we'll move on to the next uh, segment of the show. Um, and it's called Feedback. So Feedback, uh, this is a part of the show where we go way back in your feed, your Instagram feed, and ask you to give us some feedback on it. Oh, <laughs> damn, okay. So I'm going to quickly share my screen. All right, so we're starting oh, with this. <laughs> Whenever I see T-Pain online, like on YouTube or something, he's like the funniest guy ever, man. He I is. wanted to ask you he's about a, your experience with him. T-Pain, he, he, was, he, was, he was just a gem of a person. That guy was like so humble, down to earth. He chatted to everyone. He was a really cool guy, super cool guy. In fact, he, he was one of those guys who, who you know what, he, he always wanted to do something different. Like, for example, I'll give you a story. We, we took him to Bombay to shoot the Daddy That Cash video. And uh, we said, oh, the shoot, I said, yo, Payne. He's like, yeah, what's up? I was like, listen, bro, wait until you see the video shoot. It's going to be dope. Uh, we got you a Rolls Royce Phantom, like a crazy Phantom. And in India, obviously, a Rolls Royce Phantom is a big deal. It's a dark, fun, glow, the good news. So it's, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, you got me a what? And I was like, a Rolls Royce Phantom. And he's like, yo, I got like three of those at home, bro. Like, I go, oh, <laughs> shoot, shoot. Sorry, brother. Uh, can I get you a Lambo or something? What would you? And he's like, no, nah, no. Nah. He goes, what, what's, what's those things that people people ride in in, in Bombay? Them, them, them little, little buggy things. And I was like, what, like a rickshaw? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I want to pull up in a rickshaw. I want a rickshaw, bro. I was like, whoa, <laughs> okay. So he was... He's one of those guys who who thought out of the box. Like he just wanted to do different. He didn't want to. He didn't care about the whole flash, flash this, that, blah, blah. He wanted to merge in with the culture of of the collaboration he's doing, and that's what you know. A lot of artists don't do that. A lot of artists always want to show their bling, they show their bigness. With him, it was just all about listen. I want to be true to the culture, just like Snoop. He was the same thing with with Singing King. He wanted to be true to the culture. Man, that's awesome. That's that's so nice to hear. You know, that's so cool. And he has so much respect for the culture that he wanted to do that. That's really cool. Yeah, love that. Um, let's move on to the next one. All right. So I saw this, and I was like, "Wow." Okay. So Dad said he'd get me to meet Drake if I studied. <laughs> Did he deliver on that promise? <laughs> Did he study? Is the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, now, so, I still to this day don't know what he means by um, if I studied, if that means graduate from university. It's a trick question. It's or trick if question. it's learn stuff in middle school or high school. So, uh, that's uh, what I meant by study. What I meant by study is once you graduate with a law degree or something like that. <laughs> oh. Which may be a long way away now. And you know what? Um, I, who knows? Who knows? I, we just we wanted him to study. We wanted him to carry on doing his studying. And at the same time, you know, he's grown up around music, and he's always kind of in and out of studios with me, meeting all these different different people. And we're in Toronto right now. And who knows? You know, Drake is down the road, and uh, we know a lot of people who know him, who are you know, with mutual friends. If he studies hard enough, <laughs> but he. he He's a big weekend fan, I'm not gonna lie, right? Mm. Massive weekend fan. Massive, massive weekend fan. So I think that weekend has now overtaken the whole Drake thing. Damn, that's amazing. Yeah, either one of those uh, guys would be amazing because 
they really represent, man. That's no doubt. Oh, damn. This is Australia, Australia or New Zealand? Wasn't this like one of my first posts? Yeah. So, yeah, it says October 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is definitely one of your first posts, I think. And it's really cool. Tell me. New Zealand? God, how old were you then? If you bloody hell, I don't even know myself. Uh, um, that eight. Yeah. And I think he was around ten. He was around ten because oh. the, the whole the whole uh, party song was out. So I, this was in New Zealand, or uh, I think I'm sure it was New Zealand, uh, where we were performing. Uh, me, Nindi, Rothar. It was a, a New Zealand. It was a whole tour in Australia, and New Zealand. And um, anywhere Nindi goes, obviously she just takes her son with her, no matter what happens. So. We was uh, we were performing. Nindi jumped on stage. She was doing her thing, and then she was like, "Listen, she always if she knows she has to go on stage, and, and Nupi is just backstage, she'll always have to go and grab Nupi and bring him on stage as well. She has to. like it gives her so much love, and like she she loves she gets so proud of him just being with her on the stage. So she just brought him up on the stage. How did you feel on that stage? Can you even remember? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's a that's a fun story, man. That's really cool. Yeah, I see so much energy activity going on on this stage. I just had to pick this picture. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Um, all right, so this is another old picture, man. Yeah, I remember yeah. that photo. Sort of. No, you 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 definitely want. That. I think you was at the hotel room with with mom. Uh, this was uh, this is a proper gang gang photo right there. My God, I look actually really really skinny there. I need to lose some weight. Wow. Uh, so yeah, this was the, this was in the first studio um, I basically put together in Delhi. So at that time, you know, we just recently connected with Raftar, and I was looking at what Raftar was doing, and um, also Sekunda was there, Sadi was there, OKKG was there, uh, Suk, our boy who used to work with us as well, he was there. So. This this studio was the the studio where we recorded Swag Melodisi. Oh, okay. oh, sick, nice. Swag Melodisi was recorded in this studio right here, uh, and it was probably in one of those sessions in that picture. Probably, um, I even have a video of when he was recording um, in the studio, and it was a crazy purple, mink purple, weird kind of color type of studio. I think I went there once. Yeah, I? you did. Yeah, yeah, I think you did. So this is a, I think this is a legendary studio because there was a lot of recordings. That this is where initially I found Rothar and started to really mold him and and build build and polish it really. Right, right. Now that's awesome. One of my favorite tracks uh, of Rothar and you, uh, Swagmir Desi, man, love that. Thank you. Um, all right. So these next two pictures are with Pharrell, uh, both of you guys. Um, so I wanted to like uh, hear your Pharrell story, man. Wow. Uh, okay, so, so yeah. First things first is how long did we stand there? Uh, we we stood there for a while, for a while. Because not too long, but it wasn't too long. But there was a proper line there, and mm -hmm. obviously Pharrell was there, and his whole shoes came out, and uh, we bought like how many pairs? Uh, you bought yeah. like three pairs. Yeah, of shoes. I bought, I got like. I think one pair, two pairs. You got two pairs. Yeah, two pairs of time. shoes. And um, Pharrell was sitting there, and then we finally, because he went all the way upstairs. It was from the bottom, and it goes all the way upstairs. This was in Bombay. Yeah, this was in Bombay in the, um, uh, what is it? Yeah, the Yeah, store. And uh, when we finally got up there, I was, like, flipping out. I was like, oh, my God. We're almost there. Oh my god! And then as soon as we got there, we took the photo, and I went out, and I was like, "Oh my god, photo with Pharrell." He was cool. Pharrell. He was really he cool. Was a cool guy. Cool guy. Really, really quiet and very humble. And he, he gave me signed pairs. So that's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Love it. Um, really, really, you know, it's so much fun to hear these stories from you guys. And uh, over the years, you you have so many little tidbits little you know little anecdotes that it just makes it so much fun for me as the host so i'm really enjoying this man uh, shout out to the few hundred people who are watching us on youtube as well as as on facebook yeah, um, everyone on my instagram right now you can guys can go and log on right now onto youtube and watch this whole live by the way so everybody just go and check it out is, right. is, is it uh this on youtube is it this hip hop Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So go to Desi Hip Hop guys on on YouTube and you can check it out right now live. 
Yeah, and uh, drop your you know questions and comments uh, on YouTube or wherever you are, and uh, we will definitely try to answer them. Um, Manage Music, my question to you, man. Um, you know, over the years, you've worked with so many um, you know artists and so many different types of people, but then like you were growing um, through different types of music as well over these years you know like you've done so many like i just can't even start a list you know because it's endless um you know i want to always ask you what is one piece of advice that somebody else gave you that helped you you know in your career you know when you were the like, best sound advice i can tell you right off the top of my head was uh salman khan okay who, who said to me um if you were gonna have any artists or any people who are going to be working with you, under you, and you're going to sign them. Don't sign them forever. Have them, help them, polish them, let them fly, and they will always respect you in that level. If you're always going to try to keep hold of someone and keep them held down, you know, they're always going to feel as though they're being held down. They're not, they're not allowed to fly. So the best thing for you to do is don't think about anything else don't think about the money don't think about nothing else think about the respect because that's what you're going to go when you're gone that's what you're going to go with so anyone you have and i had that mentality with Rathar, with with kkg Sekunder, with everybody anybody and everyone that i have ever signed over time i've let them go and said you know what it's not about me trying to make money off you it's about you guys flying high and doing what you need to do and you know what i'm proud of what you guys are doing in the future so so Mark khan gave me that advice when i was at one of his shoots and uh, and i was like okay you know what that's coming from him 100 i'm gonna do that man that's amazing that's a really really good advice i love that it's uh it's it's kind of like the age-old advice like you know they say to lovers like if you love something just let them go if yeah. they love you back they'll come back <laughs> yeah 100 percent. and i think you know what what people do today is they they run after the money they run after the okay well you know he's doing well blah 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 i should be making money off this and da, da, da. I think if you're if you're content with what you have, I don't need to be a billionaire. I don't need to be a millionaire. Whatever I have in my hand, I'm happy with. I have a nice family. I have food on the table. I'm comfortable. Uh, I don't need to be chasing after someone else's money for the fact of business. But if I can make them, you know, do something in their life where it, it shines, they shine, and I feel proud, and then people will always like today. If I always say, you know, I always hear people say to me. Buddy, you know what, you you know, you made Raftar, you, 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 I can't believe it, you killed it, you really made him. And I was like, I, I polished him. His talent, it was shining on its own. All I did was I just guided him the right way and I, I polished him and I just gave him a platform. And uh, same with anybody else that I've, I've brought under my wing. And I think the best thing is to let them fly and uh, be famous and earn their own money and do whatever they have to do. Nice. That's amazing. Really great sound advice. I love that. Thank you for sharing. No. Uh, you know, so many people will get so much value from that. Um, we're going to move on to the next segment, and it's called Social Undistancing. So uh, this is a part of the show where we ask the guests. Usually we have, you know, three or four other guests together. So they all get to ask each other questions and, you know, answer each, each other's questions. Um, but today we have both of you here and, uh, you know, uh, we, we will ask both of you questions and you'll ask each other questions. So instead of explaining all the shit, I'll get started. <laughs> I want to ask Noobsta a question, man. Um, Noobsta, bro, um, when did you start producing? When did I start producing? Um, I think I started producing just a little after You Can't Stop This Party came out. Because yeah. I realized that, because You Can't Stop This Party was fully made by that. I gave him like very minor things here. I was like, well, okay, maybe just do that, do this. And then I realized how I think making the music seemed so much more fun then like writing for me personally i thought that oh okay making music is so sick and then from then on i started making music and i kept making music and then um till now and obviously I, i've gotten way better than than before i used to make random stuff now i i mainly focus on like trap r&b hip-hop that kind of genre 
Nice. So what's your favorite software to use for production? What are you using now? I think well, I started with GarageBand and that was my favorite. Then okay. from GarageBand, I moved up to Logic and I use Logic for a bit. And now my favorite, which is so easy to use is FL. FL nice. Studios is really good. And I don't use any one of those. I use Cubase. So, <laughs> so it was like, for me, it was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm using this program. I'm like, oh, I don't even, and he'd ask me, yeah, I need to do this and this. And I'm like, bro, I have no idea what you're doing right now because I don't use that program. So <laughs> I'm glad that he's learning that because then he can now teach me those programs. Right, right. No, that's awesome. Um, so in this section, you know, guests ask each other questions as well. So Manj Music, bro, do you have a question for Noobsta? Mm, okay. Put you on the hot, hot seat. Um, what's your favorite song that Dad ever produced? Ooh, favorite song that you've ever produced? Mm. No, no, actually, let me rephrase that. Do you prefer Dad producing hip-hop beats, commercial beats, or typical Punjabi beats? Mm. Because I started as RDB making Punjabi stuff, then I started going a little commercial, and then I went as my music more hip hop. I personally think um, Punjabi beats because they weren't just normal Bangra beats. You added a bit of like hip hop and extra it. it wasn't just like playing at all and the tumbi and everything. Yeah. It was that mixed with like flipping bases and 808s. Right, shabash, shabash. <laughs> He's absolutely right. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> that was really cool. Um, great answer. Um, my question to you, Manj Music, is, um, you know, as we were, we've been talking about so many uh, different parts of your career, man. Which which part of your career um, have you enjoyed the most and why? I think I've enjoyed pretty much majority all of it because my career has been so different like it's it's changed so many times there's so many different levels of change in my career that it's always been exciting for me i think right from the get-go starting as only djs and we just used to dj in nightclubs then going into music production and making some of the rdb albums back in the day uh, just making Pongra stuff we used to fly out to punjab and record stuff in punjab and then come back and put our masala onto that Punjabi stuff. Then going into a little bit of singing and sang my first song, Ajamangi. Uh, so I think my my whole I think my whole career over two decades has been so exciting for me that I've never got bored. And even after you know switching from RDB and unfortunately with my older brother passing, thinking okay I need I want to take a different path because I can't make RDB music anymore without him. Right. When I started the man's music, I went into a whole new era of hip hop, finding Rostar and working with the KKG and these guys. So I think again from there now I'm on Noobster's album as J Man, which again is very exciting for me because it's a different. It's something different that his music has triggered in me. So I think it's just it's constantly uh, exciting for me. It's always it's always exciting. There's no more than that. Man, that's uh that's amazing um I, I love hearing that and you know um over these years what do you think uh, has mainly changed um in the hip-hop scene you know my question is just regarding the hip-hop scene like what do you think has has been the biggest difference between hip-hop like desi hip-hop you know hip-hop among south asians yeah. today and 10 years ago uh, first of all, it's 100% come out into the open. I think 10 years ago, Desi Hip Hop was Bohemia, and that's what Desi Hip Hop was, pretty much. Um, I remember back in the day when we was doing our whole RDB thing and we were touring all over the place, and we uh, we bumped into Roger, uh, Bohemia, then, and Bohemia was sitting there and he was doing his Punjabi rap, and, you know, Honestly speaking, there was a lot of media there that was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. A rap in Punjabi, that's very interesting. And we were singing in Punjabi, and they were taking more liking to the singing in Punjabi than the rap in Punjabi. And Bohemi stuck to his guns and be like, yo, this is me, this is what I do. Today, right. everybody is doing rap in their own mother tongue, in their own language. And that has been a, such a, it's been such a massive, drastic change 
due to digital platforms, due to people like you guys, Desi Hip Hop, who's always been pushing not just Punjabi rap or Hindi rap, but every Tamil rap and blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's <laughs> the biggest keys. And uh, that, that switch between then, oh, it's taken 10 years. It has taken 10 years for this to happen. But it's moving so fast now that you just don't know where this is going to go. Like, me, like I talk to Mr. Gujubai all the time, you know what I mean? And we're always saying that, listen, this is gonna this is going to blow in the mainstream as well at one point. And I think we're really, really close. I think we're really near to doing that. That's amazing. That's really, that's really awesome. I love that. Um, totally right. You know, we've uh, seen the same sort of spikes and the same movement that you mentioned um, these past 10 years. You know, I've been with Desi Hip Hop, like I'm one of the co-founders and I've been uh, doing, um, I've been on this freaking mission for almost uh, yeah. Yeah, nine to 10 years now, you know, and it's, uh, yeah. and I've seen it, you know, it's uh, my struggle has changed over these years. At the beginning, I would struggle to find content. Cause I do uh, most of the, you know, creative marketing and stuff. So social media stuff. Um, I was struggling to find content, man. You've done a good job, brother. You've done a great Thank job. You. I appreciate you. you created that awareness like massively. Right. I, I appreciate you, man. And you know, nowadays there's like, I, I'm not starving for content at all. Every day there's somebody releasing something mm. new and I'm just like, all right, put, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, put yeah. that up. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Noobsta, bro, what do you have, uh, you know, uh, uh, ask a question to your dad, man. Like, well, what's always something you wanted to ask him and, uh, you know, maybe you didn't. <laughs> Don't ask, like, something crazy, like I want, like, a, a <laughs> car or anything like that. Mm, getting me a DX7 keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> right now, the, the only thing that he wants is uh, the new PS5. And, and oh. 7 keyboard. The DX7 80s keyboard. That's okay, so after the question. What? Mm, question. Mm, what would you... No, what is your favorite beat that I've made? Like, like recently, though. Mm. Your favorite recently beat. Okay, so I don't think the, the world has heard the one that you just recently made, the one that you made two, two days or three days ago, where you layered all the stuff. Oh. It's like a commercial type of vibes. So just a couple of days ago, just to explain to everyone, he's always been making a lot of hip-hop, like he's a trap head, like he loves trap beats. He's just always constantly making trap beats. And even for this album, um, I said to him that, listen, uh, Nupi, if you're going to make beats, you can't just always make trap beats. You need to, you know, diversify and try to make different, different styles. And he's listening to a lot of weekends. So he started making a whole bunch of different style beats, which triggered this album. But just recently, a couple of days ago, he made a beat where he layered a whole bunch of sounds and he played them all in on the keyboard. And that really impressed me, to be honest. That was like, oh, wow, okay, Nupi. Now you're getting somewhere. Now you're actually, you know, full on. You're, you're performing the chords the way you want to perform them, and you're playing all the bass lines in and everything, which is which is a huge thing. And I think that's your that's the sickest beat you made so far. Okay, that's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, amazing. Um, you know, I have one more question uh, for Manage Music as well, man. Um, what is your process in uh, you know making a song? Like, do you write the song first do you make the you know produce the beat first and then go off of the writing um, um what is your i'm i'm very kind of uh either way really like i don't <laughs> mind taking a vocal and then working on the vocal mm -hmm. um what i like doing is i like taking a vocal and kind of listening to the the melody of the vocal if it's a song if it's singing listening to the melody of the vocal and kind of taking the music another direction to the melody of the vocal like i want to kind of to, to basically to make it sound so different um if it's rap i like to start with the beat first and i'm i'm one of those guys who i really get involved in in the rap like in the writing like i don't write rap i don't write you know hindi rap lyrics or punjabi rap lyrics or english stuff but i can give the person a flow and that that's why I did with Swagman Odissi. Like when we did Swagman Odissi, I made the beat. And when Rathar started rapping on there, and he's like, duh, 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 duh. and I was like, no, 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 Rathar, what I want is, what I can do is, and I was like giving him, and that's what I like to do. When it comes to rap, if I'm working with any rapper, 
I love giving a flow. I may be completely wrong and I might be completely sounding like an idiot, but that's what I can hear on this beat. And that kind of triggers the artist to be like, oh, okay, that's kind of different. I did it with Rob C a few times as well on this album as well on the Mr. Thin track. Um, but that's my that's my uh, my way of make, of working for making the beat. Nice, that's awesome. I I remember at that time that Swagmare Desi time, uh, you had released another song with Raftar around that time was Fukra Flow. Yeah, Fukra I, Flow. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was uh, I I could see the you know how much you touched those and your advice coming. coming I mean, we, I mean, people, fans, you tell us, can you hear the difference in when Raftar works with me to when Raftar works on his own or with somebody else? Can you can you tell? Can you tell? I mean, I don't know. I I I, I kind of can because like um you know I love that Swagmare Desi flow, yeah. but I I never really found that flow again from again. him. That's yeah. my opinion. <laughs> I, get, I I do get a lot. Of that. I get a lot of people saying, yeah. "Oh, we need another Swagmare Desi." Blah blah blah. And believe it or not, I'll tell you a story. Swagmare Desi never had my hook, my Punjabi hook on there. Originally, it was just the beat and his rap. And then when MTV took it, they said it's done. And I went, "No, it's not done." I need to put a Punjabi hook in there that is going to just attach it organically to the Punjabis and to North and to something international. And they were like, no, 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 no. But yeah, we don't need this. We don't need this. It's, it's fine the way it is. And I'm like, no, 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 trust me. Let me finish it and then we'll send it. And you know what? with God's blessing, it, it, it became an epic track. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, you know, uh, right now behind me on the screen is uh, playing the commandants, you know, those oh, yeah. guys that you found. Um, can you tell me a little more about that? And I'm sorry, Noopsa, I will come and ask no, you no, the next question. He loves the commandant guys as well. Yeah. Tell me where you found these guys. Like, uh, tell me that story. So these guys uh, came through um, another uh, another video director, a video director called LatX Vishal. Uh, what he did is he's he's like yo, uh, buddy. I made a video of this song. Of these, these guys they're from Delhi, um, West Delhi, I think. Um, and they're a collective. They've been a collective from day one. Um, and we made a song called Commandants. And, and I was like, oh, show me. So they sent me the song, and it was already produced, and the video had already been shot. And I was like, bro, you know what? I love I love what you've done here, video wise, visuals, their delivery, the beat, everything's good. Um, are they called the commandants? And he's like, no, they're just, the, the song's called commandants. And I was like, oh, so individually they're just artists. And he's like, yeah. So I have an idea. Let's put them together as the commandants and let me reproduce it in a way where each person shines musically. So when, a, when the next person comes on, it sounds like a different track. And then another person comes on and it sounds like a different track. And he's like, buddy, I'll tell them and I'll get them to send you the vocals. And they just sent me the vocals and I did my magic and sent it back to them and they loved it. And then I thought, okay, we'll just drop it on Music One channel and let's see what happens. And people people really appreciate it. And, and today, up until today, they, they're carrying on. And I said, listen guys, if you need help from me, I'm here, just carry on doing your thing. Nice, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I really like the uh, their flows and all their skills like really shines in this video and the other music that they've dropped. Like it's it's very unique, very different. I, I like it. I like what they're doing. Really nice, good stuff. Um, all right, this brings me to the next segment of the show: playlist placement. All right, so playlist placement. This is a part of the show where I ask our guests. Uh, you know what they're listening to. What are you guys listening to lately on your playlist? Uh, if there are any suggestions, you know, um, that we would love to hear those. So, Noobsta, what are you listening to lately? I it can be anything. More, I have like I think over seventy-five songs on my playlist, <laughs> but uh, main songs recommend recommended song I would say would be King of the Fall Weekend. Sick, mm -hmm. sick track. Um, other songs I've been listening to, I've been listening to Big Sean, his, uh, his song Wolves from his album Detroit 2. Um, I've been listening to who else? There's a guy named uh, Gashi. He has a song called Safety. Uh, who made it? DJ Snake made it. Yeah, yeah DJ Snake made that. Nice. Um, Tyler, the creator. He is really good. He has... Uh, um, Tons of songs that I love listening to, like Okra, I Ain't Got Time, 
uh, Earthquake. He's got tons. And um, what else? There's main favorite songs, I'd say. King of the Fall. Uh, every single weekend track that I have on my playlist. Um, the uh, Another Big Sean song called... Uh, I can't remember the song, but Big Sean, he's really good as well. Travis Scott, 100%. Lord of Travis Scott. Travis Scott, 100%. And, uh, yeah, that's my playlist. And a couple of Michael Jackson's thrown in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice that's awesome man uh since you were talking about mm -hmm. the weekend man i had a question pop in my head uh if uh you know if you were hanging out with the weekend and you were <laughs> you were given a chance to pitch one song from your album like one song that you know shows your production to him real quick and you're like shit i just gotta get one in which one would that be for me yeah 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 oh <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I'd probably be having a seizure rather <laughs> <laughs> Me too, bro. I, I get um, it. <laughs> I think Bivaha. Yeah, Bivaha or Nasha. Oh, Those nice. two, two totally different types. Those exactly. two. Nice. Bivaha, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's a good selection. I like I like those as well. I really found them to be like nice, unique. It hits hard. It's you know like a good representation of everything you're doing right now. That's awesome. Uh, love it. All right. Uh, manage music, bro. What are you listening to on your playlist? Um, all of Noopy stuff. <laughs> right now. Um, I, I'm listening to a lot of grime, UK grime, uh, a lot of the, the gigs. There's some, some other, there's some new cats as well. Like I listen to a lot of H, who's, who come, who's out of Manchester in the UK. I'm listening to a lot of his stuff. Listen to Stormzy. Stormzy, yeah. Um, Going on to this whole UK tip right now for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm still listening to a lot of the Daisy Hip Hop stuff, but I'm, mm. I'm feeling uh, very inspired on a lot of the UK grind music. I feel as though that, that could be uh, a bit of the future for, for some collaborations worldwide. Right. Yeah, I uh, I think you're right. Like uh, nowadays, I see a lot of the UK drill, like really. Yeah. Making yeah. its way to the. I mean, Divine just did one which was awesome. I really like that one that he just did recently. Mm -hmm. um, so that's you know I think that that is that is definitely the way forward. Right. Yeah, and you know, uh, part of me like I really uh, enjoyed the drill stuff, and then at the same time, part of me feels like you Canadians, you know, Drake kind of uh, you know put the shine on that UK drill stuff. Yeah, yeah, he did. He's that. dropped so many dope things uh, related to that, and um, I think that's working. For, for that. Drake's like multicultural. He did the he did the Greece song where he yeah. did it in like French. He did another one where he spoke a bit of Arabic as well. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he likes to diversify. I think he likes to capture all different audiences, which is nice. Right. Yeah, he's smart man. Smart, smart businessman. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Um, all right. Uh, before we move on to the next segment, uh, which is pretty much our final segment, I wanted to ask uh, Manje. Uh, a question, uh, you know, we were talking about Drake's smart, you know, business moves. What is one smart business move that you uh, would teach Noopsta, you know, in his early age, in his career, you know what I mean? Uh, what would you show him? Like I a would, smart business move. I would say the smartest business move you could do if at this point in time, the way things are going, is anything you make, you make sure that you copyright it and have ownership on it. I think that's one of the smartest things that anybody could do who's making music, writing music, writing lyrics, anything, is make sure you copyright your work and, and keep hold of it. So then tomorrow, nobody can ever claim any of your work. Right. No, that's uh, that's really, that's that's the best advice, man. That's I love that. You know, that's uh, one of the main reasons that, um, you know, a company like Tsunomi was uh, built is to give artists more ownership, you know, like right. go own your music, don't give That's it away. And That's I think that I think the tsunami is definitely gonna, gonna move. I think it's definitely gonna move. I think it's one of the one of the in fact it's the only South Asian platform that is giving that opportunity to South Asians all over all across the world. So right. good luck with that, man. It's gonna be dope. Man, that's amazing. That uh, takes me to the final segment of the show. Independence is priceless.
So independence is priceless. This is the uh, part of the show. This is pretty much the final segment of our show. And I ask you guys uh, to, you know, leave the audience with some words of advice, some inspiration, some motivation, uh, especially to the independent artists. You know, a lot of our audience is our independent artists and uh, people wanting to become independent artists. So um, let's start with Noopsa, man. Uh, you know, you are an independent artist and, uh, you know, even though it's like at, at an earlier stage of your career, you have been, um, you know, you've seen a lot of a lot of this. You know, you've seen a lot of the music business growing up with Manj Music and all his buddies. <laughs> so tell me something that you would want to tell one of your classmates, you know, who wants to do music. Like somebody in your class is like, hey, bro, I love music, but I have, I have no knowledge about this thing, man. Tell me, Noopsta, what should I do? So I want to hear that from you, bro. I think that just just kind of self just teach yourself like keep doing your thing you keep getting better and better no one starts off as like the perfect amazing producer especially if they're making music but um you may have those few bad days where you get discouraged and you don't want to continue but you have to keep grinding you have to keep going if you just stop there you could have had so much more potential and you've already stopped, then it'd just be a waste. So I just say, keep going, no matter how much you doubt yourself, keep on making music and just keep doing what you want to do. Lovely, man. That's a really awesome, man. I, I love that. What you just said, uh, you know, uh, helps everybody, you know, everybody who's trying to do like a something new, something different, no matter if it's music or movies or, or you know, uh, going through med, med school. You know, like just keep yeah. keep going, keep grinding. Yeah, that's awesome. Love it. Thank you, Noobsta. Appreciate you. Um, manage music, bro. Uh, you know, over these years, uh, such a long, uh, you know, career. Uh, can you like kind of break down uh, three things, you know, that you would tell, uh, you know, three things you would tell yourself? Like, let's say three things you would say to yourself 15 years ago um, that you would love to tell them right now. Um, three things I would say. First thing is I would have. I wish I would have told myself 15 years ago to own your own rights of all your music. <laughs> That's the first thing I would have told myself. Uh, second thing I would have told myself is, um, I don't know. You know what? I can't think of too much what I would have told myself 15 years ago because 15 years ago we were so innovative of doing different things that we was always kind of breaking that, that fence down and trying to do something different. Nice. I think the, the main thing that people really need to understand is independency in music can only come from passion. And if you don't have enough passion, just like Nupi said, that motivation and, and grind, the independency will always fall back and you will end up going on to, I'm just signed with this person or I will just sign with this record label, blah, 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 blah. Um, I personally have never signed with anyone my whole life, like officially. Um, but I've released things through different different people, through different labels, through different projects, and so on. And I think that's what you should you should do. You should basically be so passionate about your own stuff and be confident about your own stuff that you know what, if it's not working, you know, you're putting it out and you're getting five views. Well, you know what? Don't worry. Just keep grinding, man. Because slowly but surely, then five will turn to ten, ten to a hundred, hundred to thousand, thousand to five thousand, to hundred thousand. So it's it's new to it's new to a lot of people. Independency is scary because it's like, well, I'm not getting I'm not getting anything out of this. I'm not seeing anything. And I think even today, I speak for myself. My own channel is so new, and so new. Independent stuff I'm releasing independently on my own channel is so new. Um, it's slow. But let it be slow. It doesn't matter because you know what? Slowly as it grows, it will grow bigger and bigger and bigger. The big labels will always say, you know what? We can get you a billion views and a hundred thousand views and we'll spend 50 lakh on your stuff and da da da. But at the end of the day, if you're going to own your own stuff, that's going to be the biggest thing for you. If you own your own work because that work will go lifetime. It's going to be given over to your next generation. It's going to be given over from his generation to the next generation. And if you own it, it's gonna go on forever, and that's what you should do. Man, that's uh, that's amazing. I love that. <laughs> applause, man. Applause, applause, applause to you guys uh, for saying that. That's amazing. 
I really appreciate you, man. Um, no I have one more question to both of you, man. Who are your dream uh, collabs or production? You know, weekend. like actually <laughs> pr production. Okay, the weekend I see. Um, but yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully, I would love to actually sit in a studio and make a beat with Dr. Dre. Mm -hmm. I think that would be the most craziest thing ever. Like just me bringing some of that Indian influence of whatever my passion and knowledge is from the right. music, and then Dre with his whole hip hop background. I think we would probably create something absolutely crazy. Doctor Dre or Timberland? All right, man. Yes, that would be absolutely nuts and a definite worldwide hit. Let's make that happen, man. Let's put it out in the universe. Yeah, <laughs> Let's man, absolutely. That's amazing, man. Thank you guys uh, so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, Noobs, I really appreciate your album, man. Great work on the production. You've really been, you've really been at it, man. I I love that. And you know, I'm so excited to see what you're going to be producing like next year, five years from now, even ten years from now. It's going to be some amazing stuff. So keep it up, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. This year, for always supporting, man. This year, for always being there, the backbone of Desi Hip Hop from day one. And uh, you know what? You guys are doing a great job. Just keep doing what you guys are doing and, and laying that platform for everyone. Man, thank you. That means so much uh, coming from you, Manage Music. Um, I love that. You know, we'll, I will use that as inspiration to keep, you know, banging out this whole uh, mission that we're on. And uh, Manage, uh, you know, we really appreciate you. You've been doing so many amazing things over past two decades or more. And, uh, you know, it's just been amazing to see your growth and you know the, everything that you do so you inspire a whole few generations so keep thank doing you. what you do bro we so definitely appreciate you all right guys uh thank you guys for watching appreciate the audience i will see you guys next week Absolutely. peace dj raffled up yo they see hip-hop general check we ain't cloud chasing, we about facing the devil You about hating, we about raising up people levels Ain't no doubt Mason, I'm building up when you seeking trouble I'm not waiting, caught in the matrix, but keep my hustle The devil whispered, but I come mentally with the muscle When the rebels fit and sink us, all of these kids with bubbles Still I meditate and lift my dimensions while preaching love